G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, it's good to be able to reflect on one of the silver linings that has been on that black cloud we've called COVID. And that is the fact that we've all taken opportunities where we've been able to use Zoom to reach into people's lives, people's homes for companionship or for business. But you might not appreciate just how significant Zoom has become when it comes to mission. Let's talk mission and Africa and African Bible colleges and the way that discipleship is happening And coming back to one of those tried and true measures on how to disciple, in basic discipleship, people into their faith. Al Watson leads Walk Through the Bible. They have an amazing card system, 40 cards, visual aids that trigger memory and understand how everything fits together contextually. Al Watson leads Walk Through the Bible in Australia. Al's joining us. Al, welcome back to 2020. Thank you so much, Neil, and I love the opportunity to have a conversation with you and your audience. Well, Al, Zoom is your new method of uh, teaching and preaching and and, uh, getting your ministry happening. Uh, That didn't happen before COVID, did it? No, it didn't. I would uh, travel to locations and spend time uh, doing teaching programs with people, but now um, most of my teaching is is on Zoom. I uh, I started at the beginning of this year with a Bible school in Africa, in Tanzania, but that's just the centre where they run their school. They cover a lot of the countries surrounding there, which they all tune in to Zoom, to the Zoom. And uh, there are three groups that I teach. I teach um, the certificate group, which is basically the overview of the Old Testament this year, and then next year, God willing, the New Testament, and then. Um, then we do the uh, bachelors and also the masters. And to that group, we, we teach basically theology. And, and it's, it's so important that people grasp uh, the story of the Bible. And I think, you know, too often we take the Old Testament, and I don't call it the old, I call it the first part, uh, because old gives you the impression that something's obsolete. But when you look at that first part, Every single book that you've ever read had a plot to it, except if it were a technical book on medicine or something like that. But they all have a plot. What's the plot for the, for the first part of the Bible? It's Jesus, because he said that in Luke 24, verse 44. He said, the Old Testament, the law, the Psalms, the prophets, those 39 books in, that, uh, in those three, uh, three segments. He said, it's all about me. Or you remember at the same time as he walked with those two guys on the way to Emmaus and he opened to them in all the scriptures. What were the scriptures? It was the Old Testament, the things concerning himself. So when people can grasp that the Old Testament is there to introduce us to Jesus in either type or illustration or metaphor, then that's what makes it so exciting. So you start to look, for example, Abraham, all right? So Abraham, he had a promised child, the, the Isaac, but God asked him to go and sacrifice him. Why would he do that? Well, here's Abraham's thinking. He thought, all right, 
God said it's not through my servant, it's not through Ishmael, it's through Isaac, the promised child, that all these promises will be fulfilled. Therefore, if he's asking me to sacrifice, that means he must resurrect him. And that's what it says in, in Hebrews 11. As far as, I, as far as Abraham was concerned, he had received Isaac back from the grave. So there's your, and then we know that uh, there was a, a ram taken to be the substitute for, for Isaac, died in his place. And where did all that happen? It happened on Mount Moriah. Where's Mount Moriah? 2 Chronicles 3.1 tells you that Solomon built the temple in Jerusalem on Mount Moriah. So again, it was the location. It was all of those things. Now, when you take those stories and you tell them, teach them to people, one, a story carries the truth and they don't forget the story. So therefore, they don't forget the truth. So that's what we spend our time doing. And in getting this context, in presenting this truth and taking people through the Bible, that's what you're called, walk through the Bible, you've got these memory cards, 40 cards. Mm. Uh, It's a tried and true practice and it triggers memory and context because people get to put them all in order and so they get an idea of the order of the Bible and therefore they understand how the narrative begins to unfold. Yeah, yeah. And so what you're doing, so therefore you pick, you know, say Genesis, an example, you've got the, the four main events. So there's creation, there's the fall, there's the flood, and there's the nations, the Tower of Babel. And that's the first 11 chapters. Then you've got the, from chapter 12 to chapter 50, the four key people. It's Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph. So you've got pictures of each of those events there, but you or the teacher is telling the story of that event. And, and to depending on your age, I mean, I teach primary school kids. Obviously, I teach them very differently than I would teach a Bible college doing a master's degree. But it's the same picture that helps them remember the story. And, you know, what your listeners need to recognize, doesn't matter how old you are, you still have that capacity to recall things. Our minds are like a filing cabinet. Our problem is we don't know where we filed all that stuff. But what the cards do and the pictures do, they help you to recall where that is. That, that brings it back to your memory. And so that's, that's what we're finding. It, it works very, very effectively, whether you've got uh, students that are you know, university educated or whether you've got illiterate people in some of the countries that we work in. It, it's, it's just the same. Al, there's been tremendous revival, especially in sub-Saharan Africa. And when we talk about revival, we're talking mind-boggling numbers of millions. And the challenge for churches has been discipleship. And there have been a lot of people calling out for help and discipleship from all around the world. And they're not always Mm -hmm. met with reputable Bible teaching evangelical truth. Uh, There's some challenges there, aren't there? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's it comes down to you. You get you get a lot of people from well, Western countries that want to make a name for themselves, and they see that they can create a market in some of these majority world countries, and they come in there and they they spend money to get attraction and to get a following, and that then feeds their people back in their sponsoring countries to keep on giving and giving to that end. It, so that part of it, they work. But what is it they're sharing with people? What is it they're teaching? You know, there's your problem. It's it's not the biblical narrative, the gospel truth that so many of these people are teaching, and and that's tragic. And I see I see in churches the end result of so much of this.
Now, come back to the 40 cards that you use for a moment, Al, because I know that there'll be listeners who are fascinated with this. You've got 40 cards. Are these a card pack that you would own individually, or is it they're large cards that you would actually no, have as part pack. of your church? Well, no, it's just it's just a pack of cards, very much the size of an ordinary standard pack of cards that you'd get. Um, I remember working in India one time and uh, teaching these uh, Indian uh, people uh, the the cards. And one of the guys wrote me a letter and he said, Al, I used to go around to the coffee shop with my Bible under my arm and I used to have real problems to engage in conversation. But now I've got this pack of cards in my pocket. It actually looks like a packet of cigarettes. So he said, I've got no problem at all being accepted into the discussion. And I pull them out and I lay them down on the table. And and it's like that. It's it's being able to have something that you can you can keep. You can keep it on your pocket. You can keep it anywhere. And when you get an opportunity to either share the gospel using some of those stories, or whether you're teaching uh, a group of young people in your church and your youth group or in your Christian schools, it, it's just good to be able to give them something in their hands, something they can see to do. And, and that's that's what we have. So it's a pack of cards. People can get it on our website. We sell them uh, all over the world and uh, just go on to the website there. You'll find uh, cards. Click on that. They've got Old Testament. There are 40 cards or 41 cards. The first one just tells you how to lay them out. And it also gives you a link where you can go to a video of me teaching it to you. So there are six videos there. And then also in the New Testament cards, I think there's the 45 cards in it. And they also have um, a link to, to videos which you can get on YouTube because we got 43 videos teaching the, the big picture of the New Testament uh, using the cards and telling the story. And can, that's free. Anyone can get it. Okay, 43 videos on YouTube, a tried and tested practice. And uh, for people that are not necessarily into reading big time these days, the thought that you might be able to get a context for the stories of the Bible from a small pack of cards Uh, for some is going to be a real breakthrough. Let me point listeners to how they can get a hold of those. You can connect with Al Watson, and as Al says, you can get a hold of a pack of these cards uh, for Old Testament and New Testament at walkthrough.org.au. Now, that's interesting, the spelling there, as you're typing that in, walkthrough, T-H-R-U, .org.au and check out Walk Through the Bible Australia on their YouTube channel. 43 videos there and people have been accessing those from all over the world. Good breakthroughs, good growth, exciting times ahead. Al Watson, thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and your heart with us once again today on 2020. It's a blessing, Neil, and God bless to you and your listeners. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.